Wednesdays with Walnut Scoops with Danny Mack after the Cardinals lost game one against the Baltimore Orioles last night. Brian Walton of thecardinalnation.com. And as always, Brian, thanks for uh, hopping on and doing this. How we doing? Good. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Uh, Cardinals can't hit right now, can they? No, the offense has, uh, you know, really been letting him down. And Juan Yepes, when he was called up, uh, gave the offense a, a bit of a shot. But the the guys that, you know, really carried the team the first part of the season, Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, aren't really getting a lot of help. We've seen the outfield uh, as a group uh, struggle, although Harrison Bader certainly provided the team a nice lift last night with his inside-the-park home run. I guess you're not surprised to see Yepes doing what he's doing. He was doing this in the minor leagues. Yeah, he really was, and you know, it, it, the breakout player of the year last year in the system, no doubt about it, at both Double um, A, Triple A, as well as in the Arizona Fall League. And I think the encouraging thing is to watch Yepes' splits, and you know, the the feeling was, gee, maybe he's a, a platoon player, but he's all he's always hit uh, both left-handed and right-handed pitching credibly, and you know, that could be a key for him if he shows that he can, you know, be a true two-way player. He, you know, hit both sides he could have a much longer major league career. And I'm not saying that Albert Pujols is going anywhere this year, but certainly you look at Corey Dickerson who has been struggling and, you know, maybe he takes some more bats from him over time and then, you know, has a future with the team down the road. Cause probably, you know, playing uh, one in the field is not something the Cardinals are going to want to do over the long haul. Let's dive into the big news of the day though. That was Paul DeYoung being sent to AAA. Kramer Robertson is brought up. Um, where does DeYoung fit in in terms of, you know, the, Kramer was playing primarily third base. So who was playing short at Memphis? And, uh, you know, let's see if he can get back on track. Well, uh, they had a, a really a rotating group of infielders in Memphis. Evan Mendoza uh, has played a lot of infield, can play short. Um, Corey Spangenberg, the M- Major League veteran, as you mentioned, Robertson. But I think I think there's no doubt when Paul DeYoung is back in Memphis, he's going to be the everyday shortstop. I don't think... St. Louis has given up on him by any stretch of the imagination, and he's going to get every chance to, you know, get his bat right. And in the meantime, you know, he he is clearly the best best defensive shortstop, uh, you know, in in the Cardinals minor league system at the AAA right now. Uh, no no slight to Mason Wynn down there in uh, Peoria. Were you surprised by the move? I I was just that it happened so quickly. We didn't have any inkling that it was coming. I thought maybe they would let it play out until. Uh, the end of the month and make a move Memorial Day. But the reality is that, that Paul is just having a very difficult season. Of all major league hitters, or excuse me, all national league hitters, with at least 75 at-bats this season, Paul's OPS was dead last. So, you know, it's just a situation where something has to change. And as you mentioned at the beginning of the call, the Cardinals need offense. And, you know, even in the number nine spot, you know, Paul just wasn't getting the job done. But that doesn't mean he can't figure it out and, and fight his way back. Absolutely. Um, and that's the, 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 the goal here. And, you know, you got money left on this year and next year, and uh, you got to try to salvage that, man. You got to try to find some way, somehow to get this thing going and maybe just to, to clear his mind and, and use this as a reset would probably be the best way to do it. That's right. And, you know, they're, you know, they're on the hook for his salary anyway. It's not a, a huge salary as, as salaries go, but I don't think anybody wants to give up on him as a player. He's a, a stand-up guy, been a good Cardinal, but you look at his trend since his rookie year and it's been down every year, but the last couple of years, while his hitting was below league average, it wasn't appreciably bad. And his defense was so good. It was worth keeping in lineup, but this year, you know, his offense has really fallen off a cliff and he just has to figure it out. And uh, hopefully he can do that in triple a. In terms of Kramer Robertson, uh, everybody knows that his mom is the, the head 
basketball coach at LSU. She won a national championship while at Baylor. So uh, there's a little side story to that. But let's talk about Kramer as the baseball player. Could be a short stint with the club. He did pinch run last night. But uh, tell us a little bit about Kramer Robertson. Yeah, Kramer Robertson is a guy who's um, 27 years old. So he's past you know, being a prospect, was drafted way back in 2017. Uh, was a good college player and has shown, uh, you know, has a strong arm, can field well, isn't a great offensive player, but, you know, figures out a way to get on base. So last season he had a 366 on base at, at AAA. So, you know, he's an experienced guy, a farmhand, a guy who's, you know, probably going to be a filling guy like he is now because I think we all, uh, most hopefully most people listening understand that Edmundo Sosa, having been on the COVID list, was unavailable. Uh, he just started his rehab in AA yesterday. Tuesday and so after he gets in he had you know I think three hits in this first game so when Sosa gets tuned up you know he'll probably be back to play shortstop and I would think Robertson will go back to the minor leagues now he did use a 40-man roster spot that a lot of folks were hoping and waiting to see Nolan Gorman get but the Cardinals have decided the time is still not right for Gorman and I think they want to try probably try to give Sosa a chance to see if he can seize the shortstop job. As folks remember, he played well there last year late in the season. Or for DeYoung to, you know, work his way back before they, you know, make the, the broader move, which is to bring Nolan Gorman up. Now, the other side of the coin is the Cardinals needs runs, and Nolan Gorman has certainly, you know, shown an ability to produce runs. But, you know, he struggled at every level, every new level. And the question is, you know, when, when is the right time to bring Gorman up and see him struggle for a short period, perhaps? Now, maybe he'll come up like Juan Yepes and, and hit right away out of the gates. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I, I've had people tell me that they feel the ball right now in the minors is way different than the major leagues. Have you heard that too? I've heard rumors of that. I haven't seen any studies of it. But, you know, uh, <laughs> offense is down, of course, across the game. And, and uh, you know, there are many reasons why it could be. Certainly the ball is one that always gets talked a lot about. But I honestly don't don't know the answer to the question. Yeah, it's it's fascinating to think about what's going on with the ball and and how much uh, that can make a a huge factor in into what happens with offense. Um, there's a couple yeah. of you know there's a bunch of guys I want to ask you. I could talk to you all day about this stuff, but th let's go back to some of the top prospects that we probably haven't touched upon uh, in the last few weeks. And one is what could be the heir apparent to Yachty, and that's Ivan Herrera. How is he faring? Ivan Herrera was off to a slow start at the plate this season. Uh, it's his first extended chance at um, at the uh, AAA level. But, again, remember, he doesn't turn 22 until June. So the, this young man from Panama has moved very aggressively through the system, and now he's starting to, to heat up at the plate for Memphis. Uh, he has a 40-man roster spot, as does Ali Sanchez. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I think right now if the Cardinals need another catcher, Sanchez might get the call because of his experience. But Herrera wants to be certainly in a position, and he's hitting about 280 right now. So it's not as if he's had a terrible season, uh, but just a couple home runs so far. Um, but I think, you know, Herrera wants to have himself positioned so that he can get his first taste of the major leagues later on this season. For sure. Um, I was doing a, a season ticket holder function yesterday, and Mo was asked about, you know, the heir apparent at catcher, and he talked about Kisner. He talked about uh, Avon Herrera, but he also mentioned Pajes, and it's, I guess, spelled P-A-G-E-S, correct me if I'm wrong, but Pajes was a guy that he mentioned. Yeah, Pedro Pajes is a guy that's been, you know, he's been in our prospect rankings for a long time, but he's, you know, he's kind of in the, in the 30s, not a guy that's really um, 
um, stepped up hard, but has been very good for a long time now. It's moved up to double A this year, and we know that the, the, the Texas League is a good hitting environment. Um, Pajes joined the system in 2019, so he had the difficulty that everybody did sitting out 2020. Um, but he's a, you know, he's had, typically has the good size build of, of a catcher and uh, has shown good power, is good defensively, and he's uh, been sharing the workload at AA with Julio Rodriguez, who is a guy who is known for his defense, but his bat has never been consistent. And Pais is now at the point where I think he's pulled ahead of Julio Rodriguez as sort of the next guy in the catching hierarchy in the system uh, after Herrera. The next time that you do your grocery shopping, make sure you do it at the hometown leader in groceries, and that is Schnucks. They have the Good For You program at Schnucks, designed to help you make healthier choices. And don't forget, make sure and download the Schnucks Rewards app to get savings and food and to customize your shopping experience. Do your grocery shopping at Schnucks. Lou Fuse, we are St. Louis. The Lou Fuse Automotive Network. They have new, pre-owned, commercial trucks, custom vehicles, stress-free car shopping. It's all with Lou Fuse. Head to Fuse.com to see the dealership near you. And don't forget about what they do for our community with Fuse Athletic. It's Lou Fuse, St. Louis's number one car dealer. Lou Fuse, we are St. Louis. Lou Fuse, we are St. Louis. Lordo's Diamonds, for engagement rings, wedding bands, watches, fashion jewelry. It's all at Lordo'sDiamonds.com. It's more than a tagline. It's their everyday ambition. Lordo's Diamonds, your family's jeweler for life. See more at lordosdiamonds.com. Now, there are some other players I need to ask you about, and their names that uh, fans that listen to this certainly will know. But let's start with Mason Wynn. How is Mason Wynn doing? Mason Wynn is really tearing up the Midwest League. He slowed down a little bit last week, but he still uh, had a very, very good week uh, and, and you know is at the top of the lineup for the Peoria Chiefs. Uh, is hitting, getting on base playing his usual solid defense. Um, he's a guy that, along with the two young pitchers at Peoria, and here I mean Gordon Gersefo and Michael McGreevy, are all candidates to you know, move up to double-A at some point this season. Um, I think the, the challenge with moving Mason Wynn to Springfield is it sort of forces the question on Delvin Perez, who, of course, is a former first-round pick who – has continued to be very strong defensively, but just hasn't been able to hit and get on base consistently enough. And so, you know, when Wynn shows up in double A, that's may mean the end of Delvin Perez starting at shortstop. And, you know, he, he could be a free agent at the end of the season. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, but it doesn't look like uh, at least so far that Delvin Perez is going to be able to put it together and, and reach the major leagues, at least with the Cardinals. Do you think the, the time of Mason Wynn on the mound is over? Is that, uh, is that done? It seems to be, at least for now, the Cardinals, you know, we're struggling with this question of how do you get him enough work on the mound so that his skills advance at the same rate on as a pitcher as they do as an offensive player. We just talked about the fact that, you know, he's, he's definitely in the top tier of players at the high A level, and his skills are saying that he, as a shortstop, is ready to, you know, reach, reach double A before too long. But as a pitcher, you know, he's only had a couple of innings of professional experience on the mound. And so to put him in the Texas league on the, you know, on the mound in, in games, isn't a fair thing to do. And I think the Cardinals want to continue to move him ahead. And, you know, we haven't talked about an heir apparent shortstop because we thought Paul DeYoung was going to be in the job for a long time, but certainly Mason Wynn is the, you know, is the next hope at shortstop. Uh, for the Cardinals in the major league, still a couple years away. But, you know, the sooner he gets to double A and gets success there, the, you know, the sooner he can 
you know, start to get meaningful time in spring camp and, you know, force his way into the picture in, in maybe in 2023. One of the youngest players at AA, Jordan Walker. How's uh, his start to the season? Jordan Walker is still adapting to AA. He's doing very well at the things that he does, which is get on base. Uh, has, has shown a very good, continue to show a very good eye at the plate, continue to be a very savvy base runner, um, playing good defense, but could play a little better defense at third. And the power hasn't come yet, but he's still hitting for average. So Jordan Walker, you know, when his power comes around in, in double A, you know, he'll again have the kind of year he did last year. But, uh, you know, right now he's doing a good job. I would say not a great job, but a good job. And I think, you know, the home runs that uh, Moises Gomez has hit in double A sort of drew attention away from Jordan Walker, which isn't necessarily a bad thing when, it, you know, a guy's trying to learn a new level. Because we care, your trusted source for basement do you have a waterproofing issue in your basement? Stratum Structural Systems is there to help. It's why they're the number one waterproofing company in the Midwest. They put the customer's interest first, provide lasting solutions, and eliminate the homeowner stress. StratumRepair.com Because we care, your trusted source for basement repair is Stratum. Hey, it's Dan McLaughlin, and I want to remind you about Rottler. It is pest season, and that means you need to go to the most trusted pest control company in the Midwest, and that is Rottler. Rottler.com. Hey, Danny Mac for Ryan Kelly. Most of us have spent so much time in the house over the last several months, and you've been thinking time for a change, new home, improvement. Do it with Ryan Kelly. He is the home loan expert. He'll get you in the new home you want in just a few short weeks. The five-minute loan approval, only available at thehomeloanexpert.com. At Hair Saloon for Men, you'll receive the perfect haircut, complimentary beverage, relaxing shampoo, hot towel and a mint, and a complimentary shoe shine. It's all at Hair Saloon for Men. With Walker, too, I'm curious if the, the club is going to start putting him in the outfield corner spots or maybe a little bit of first base before, uh, before he elevates to AAA and eventually see him here in the big leagues. Yeah, that's one of the things that I, you know, really paid attention to in spring camp because I was kind of hoping to see him at least working out with the outfielders now and then, and I didn't see any evidence of it yet. All the all the action I saw, he was exclusively at third base, and, you know, maybe the Cardinals feel like they have time, uh, but certainly I think we know Nolan Arenado is not going to opt out. He's not going to go anywhere, and, you know, he's going to hold that job for a long, long time, next six years. So, you know, I'm not sure. Now that, now that Walker's at double A, you'd think that, at some time fairly soon, they're going to start to, you know, diversify him defensively, but we haven't seen it yet, at least in games. Now I'm, I haven't been to Springfield yet to see, you know, what their workouts are like. Maybe he's, you know, getting some, you know, work before games, but it hasn't translated to in-game play yet. Nunez, flamethrower at Palm Beach. How is, uh, how's he doing? Well, yeah, there's actually two Nunez's in the Cardinal system. And I wanted to, you know, talking about third base, Malcolm Nunez, uh, who's a top 20 prospect, has moved off third base because of Jordan Walker has been playing first base at, um, at Springfield. The other Nunez, Edwin Nunez was a young man that was, you know, was known for throwing hundred miles an hour was signed in 2020 um, pitched at Palm beach last year, struck out almost 10 batters per nine innings. But the problem was he walked batters, walked more than nine batters per nine innings as well. And just, you know, could throw the ball hard, but wasn't always sure where it was going to go. Edwin Nunez did not make the Palm Beach team out of spring training, which was interesting considering he spent all year there last year, uh, spent time on the backfields and extended spring training and now just rejoined Palm Beach. So, you know, he'll be a guy to watch. 
he you know has tremendous talent, but he just hasn't been able to put it together on the field yet. And I'm going to wrap it up with this, with these guys, uh, in terms of names that we know. But Trajan Fletcher was a top prospect, at least we thought that for a while, and maybe he's kind of reemerging here. Yeah, Trajan Fletcher was a second rounder in 2019, and he, like Nunez, has just joined Palm Beach. But for Fletcher, it's the first time in in full season ball, and for a guy who signed in 2019, you know that's he's behind the, the curve. Uh, he came out in the class that um, that Zach Thompson and Andre Palante. Um, Thomas at at uh, AAA, so a number of college guys who have moved up very quickly. But just to put it in perspective, Tr- Fletcher was a high schooler, but the guys who or came out the year after him are Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn, who are guys that are way up in the system. So long-winded way of saying, Trey John Fletcher, uh, best arguably the best defensive outfielder in the system, but just hasn't been on the field basically since twenty since uh, twenty nineteen, and he really needs to get going quickly if he's going to you know insert himself back into the prospect mix. So. Uh, Edwin Nunez, Trajan Fletcher, two guys to definitely watch at um, uh, Low A Palm Beach. All right, Brian, I'll wrap it up with this. What are you working on at thecardinalnation.com? Well, we continue to dig down into the details of each of the minor league uh, teams. Our, our local reporters have their uh, affiliate reports. We recap every game on the system, from the system from the night before each morning so folks can come and read those. Um, we'll be doing our week, our monthly uh, recap of the top prospects, re-ranking of the top 50. That will come out this week. And we're watching the action in extended spring training, as I mentioned, because the Florida Complex League uh, will be opening in about four weeks on June 6th. And so there'll be a whole crop of new players there getting uh, their feet on the ground prior to the July draft. Awesome stuff, my man. Thanks. And we'll catch up next Wednesday. Okay. Take care, Dan.